T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! This hour is brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto, online at carx.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Station, 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 Station. Don't worry about the cap. The cap is not money. People have to understand, cap does not equal money. Cap equals accounting. The key is, what's the cash? What's the money going to the player year one? Year two, year three, what's the guarantee? What's the structure? How much is he going to get over three years, which is the realistic time frame for these contracts? Cap is just pushing around money. These aren't easy concepts to necessarily understand, even when put as lucidly as it was by Andrew Brandt this morning on the Mully and Haw show. So here to help us out with some of it, it's uh, the bear. We know our, the bears are flush with cap space and presumably cash. So now about what and when and how, we got to figure out how that all works. Brad Spielberger can help us. He is the pro football focus salary cap analyst. He is on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad. He is on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hello, Brad. Hey, how's it going? Things are good, man. We appreciate you picking up the phone. Before we start getting into the weeds on stuff, a listener was like, you get, you guys need to ask Brad about Kevin Warren because I think they may have worked together. One, is that true? And two, what do you think of Kevin Warren? Yes, I was fortunate enough. Kevin Warren actually started the legal intern program with the Minnesota Vikings. and I think I was in the final year before uh, he left for the Big Ten. I know he left that year. I'm not sure if they continued the program. But nevertheless, um, you know, Kevin is a guy I've talked to about this. I've met a handful of people now in this industry. He walks into a room, and in a good way, like, the air sucks out of the room. Like, like, he has a commanding presence. And then also, even though he is that kind of – intimidating is the wrong word. Even though he is that powerful and, and present, he's the nicest guy. He, he'll treat, you know, the GM the same way as he treats the, the guy in the cafeteria, giving the food to everybody. He, he is an awesome, awesome person. I was able to kind of pitch some projects to him that he assigned to us, and he was attentive and gave feedback. You can see why this team wants him to be their president. Um, he did a phenomenal job in Minnesota, and I think he will as well in Chicago. Okay. 
I mean, thanks to the listener who tipped us off to that to to get your opinion. There's there's a lot of stuff here. What what should we make from the salary cap rising, and what adjustments did you have to make in some of your projections because of it? Yeah, so we have a number of two hundred and twenty-five million on overthecap.com. So obviously came in just under that at two twenty-four point eight. So so pretty much any numbers you've been seeing from us, essentially they stayed the same as of yesterday's announcement. But it is great to see about eight percent growth, one of the biggest jumps of all time in the salary cap, at least in the present era. Uh, we're getting back on track from the post-COVID salary cap and post-COVID league uh, and teams. Most importantly, the Bears uh, will be spending. So. How? When you say spending, and we just heard what Brant said, the difference between spending their cash and spending and expending cap space, how does that change strategy? How does it change the way you say, well, if we either make this more bonus or more salary, we can get out from this earlier? How do you time up everything intelligently? Yeah, so everything is a total balance, and you want to have certain contracts coming off the books at the same time that maybe other contracts are ballooning in value. Uh, The very interesting thing with the Chicago Bears is there is actually a three-year minimum cash spending window um, for right now. It's 2021 to 2023. And if folks don't know this, the Bears spent the least cash in the NFL this year by a considerable margin, um, and we're about average or you know slightly below average the year before. So they're going to have to spend more cash than this year's salary cap. But on my estimation, they're going to have to spend about $240 million in cash this year. So the way you balance it, like you said, is let's say hypothetically they're going after some older free agents, but they also know they have contracts coming up for, you know let's just say Justin Fields in a couple of years. You maybe do front load a little bit. So instead of giving a signing bonus that you spread out and push out over the, over the entire uh, you know, contract, like we saw with Khalil Mack and all these, all these dead weight deals by the end of the time, um, they'll maybe front load a little bit, put it in a roster bonus, which all hits in the present year. And that way, when those deals come off, the new ones come on and everything is clean you know, over the entire period of time. How much money are we talking about the Bears spending knowing that there's a, a floor that they have to get to here? So if we're just looking at free agency, I would guess they spend about $100 million in first-year cash on external free agents. So before we even get into bringing back their own guys and before we get into you know maybe extensions for Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Johnson, what have you, um, I think they are going to be probably the biggest spender in the NFL in free agency. And like I said, that, you know the cash is what matters again. So so first-year cash flow would be in those signing bonuses, maybe in some of those first-year roster bonuses. Hey, you know, Ryan Poles has said, and he's smart and he's correct, that free agency is not for splurging and trying to fix your entire roster and go make big moves. Um, but I do think they will probably make one or two splashes and then look to add, kind of like Jacksonville, and then add a bunch of mid-tier, you know, solid players around that as well. What were the things that, you, that Jacksonville did that you think are comparable to what the Bears did? Yeah, so they went after the offensive line. They gave Brandon Sheriff, the guard, at that time, the biggest guard contract in the NFL. Probably not something I would advocate for, um, just both in terms of doing that, you know, in free agency and also the player. Um, A very long-time good player, but has shown injury concerns the last couple years and was frankly not very good this year for Jacksonville. But, you know, I I think offensive line and defensive line, I I don't think I'm breaking any news here, um, is the key for them. And it's not a great free agency class overall, but I do think there are, you know, we've heard the name Deron Payne in Washington. I think Javon Hargrave in Philadelphia is a very intriguing option as well, a little bit older, but uh, that's not really a concern for me. Go watch him in the Super Bowl. Uh, he, he dominated against the Niners as well. 
And then on the offensive line, you're going to hear about, you know, Mike McGlinchey, the right tackle in San Francisco, Caleb McGarry, the right tackle um, for the Atlanta Falcons. And I think Jawan Taylor with the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, also a very good young right tackle. So, so those are the spots. If I'm going to make a splash, that's where it would be. Where are the hidden advantages in re-signing and or extending your own guys? In the NBA, we hear about bird rights and some of the exceptions, the multiple exceptions that you get to incentivize players remaining on the same team. Do those still exist in the NFL? So there's not like CBA mandated or written advantages. I think the advantage just comes from when you're giving a guy an early extension, you know, let's say Darnell Mooney just as a hypothetical. I mean, look, he's a former fifth round pick. His earnings to date are not that large. And, you know, if he reaches the open market, I mean, he might be a franchise tag candidate. Let's ignore that. Let's say, you know, he plays out his fourth year for whatever reason the Bears let him walk. Odds are he's going to sign a larger contract than if they extend him this offseason and say, look, it's a little bit below the value, but you don't risk injuries. You obviously got hurt this year, so that's a, you know, a, a legitimate risk. And maybe you get a slight discount on the contract. Um, just to throw out an example, we were talking about the Vikings earlier. I mean, Stephon Diggs and Daniil Hunter both got extended after their third year. Hunter was a third-rounder. Diggs was also a fifth-round receiver. Um, and, and their deals became some of the best-value deals in the entire NFL in a matter of one or two seasons You know, because they took that discount to get some you know, bird in the hand, more than two in the bush. Um, and then the deal aged very favorably in ter- from the team's perspective. Who are the teams, Brad, that you think do an excellent job of managing the difference between cash and cap? So it, there is a small part of it that has to do with just which owner, frankly, is willing to spend more money. Um, but I, I've always thought the Bears do not have an issue there. I know there was, you know, there's been some perception, from my perspective, that they're willing to spend if they think they can win. Um, but that being said, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are where they are for a reason. I think they have the best front office in the NFL. And, and in particular, Howie Rosen, the general manager, came up through the cap office. He was the football administration guy. That's where the cap nerds all you know reside. Um, and they have a very robust department there. They have more people working in that capacity than any other team. So they're on the list. I think Baltimore Ravens are very good about it as well. The Niners are pretty smart in getting deals done early for the most part. Um, Buffalo recently with their new regime has been really proactive. You look at Josh Allen, Tredavious White, Deion Dawkins, Matt Milano, all guys they do early. Um, and immediately, you know, a couple of years later, everyone's passing them. That, that's probably the biggest advantage you can have is just, you know, taking care of your players early. Um, you know, you reward them and they reward you by, by playing really well and probably above the level of their contract. Just out of curiosity, if you were running a team, Brad, and you were putting together a cap department, how would you divide some of the, the specific intellectual skills between CPA – MBA, lawyer, and all of the above. Like when we talk about the way certain minds process information, or maybe just a, a pure football guy, or maybe an agent. I'm just wondering, what, what would be an ideal mix of, of intellectual histories? I think it's a great question. Uh, you know, I do think, maybe I'm biased here, I think a lawyer is necessary. Um, you know, a lot of these contracts, it's also not just about the dollar value, but is the writing going to protect the team is the language in the contract favorable towards the club. And again, not ripping players off or anything, but just making sure you're protected, making sure you can do things and, and have, you know, the ability flexibility to kind of control the contract, how you want to. Uh, I think Philadelphia is another great example in that capacity, but then also, yes, this is accounting. It's basic, simple accounting. So you probably do want, you know, a CPA or, or something of that nature in the room. And then I love the last part you touched on. I would have a pro scout, 
who is working hand-in-hand with the football administration department to get a really, really good idea of what is the available talent coming up on the market in free agency? You know, what is their market going to look like because of a certain scheme fit? Or does, you know, does this position get paid more because, let's say, it's an outright outside receiver versus slot receiver or they're a corner but they're six feet tall so they'll get paid more than a guy who's 5'10 like bring the football component in but then tie it to dollar value so I think those as a big three is how I would you know formulate it at the top Brad over the last couple of weeks the talk about the teams that are still left in in the in the dance was well you've got guys on rookie contracts that are playing quarterback and that makes things a lot easier I'd love to know what you think of the job that Kansas City has done where you have one of the bigger contracts in NFL history with Patrick Mahomes, and yet they still were able to keep Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones and other players that matter and still find themselves in the Super Bowl. Is there a lesson to be learned here? Absolutely, and it's actually pretty funny because Brett Veach, the GM uh, in Kansas City, came up through Philadelphia – uh, knows Howie Roseman very well, and so I think he did take some of those lessons with him. I mean, the big one is Tyreek Hill is still one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, if not the best wide receivers in the NFL. But when you make your quarterback the highest-paid quarterback in the league, the point is kind of, hey, we can give him we, – we can save a little bit of money on wide receivers or receiving talent in general, and he can still overcome that because of how good he is. So, yeah, they've now made three straight – or you know, two Super Bowls and three AFC Championship games – since he signed that extension, second point, though, as well, because they went to Mahomes after his third year, I know it's 10 years, $450 million, all that stuff. It's actually a very team-friendly deal. The cash structure, like Andrew Brandt was talking about, is extremely favorable towards the team, um, and that's how they've been able to keep from a cash perspective guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, et cetera, because uh, Mahomes kind of gave them a discount um, from a cash flow standpoint in the early years of the deal. Well, I guess my question is, I mean, we can look at, at Mahomes, the structure of his deal as a template, but there's so much pressure on every position to push the salary forward. How can quarterbacks that do want to help make it so that they can stand upright and have a good offensive line and have good skill position players, how can they go about structuring their deals so that it allows for some flexibility for the team, but yet also looks good to the union? Yeah, so what Mahomes did, um, well, I'll be honest, I don't think the union was was stoked when his deal came through, but um, but what Mahomes did is, like I said, the early year cash flows are low because he knew they were going to have to pay a bunch of veterans and keep them aboard and still kind of try to use that, that rookie contract window to a degree in his fourth and fifth season. But what he did was there's these rolling guarantees where basically, you know, this offseason, his 2025 money became fully guaranteed. This upcoming offseason, his 2026 money will become fully guaranteed and so on and so forth. So he's still going to see that money. It still is fully guaranteed. Odds are he'll still be the best quarterback in the league when he's, you know, 28, 29, 30, 31, whatever. Uh, but he, he just agreed to kind of, you know, delay the actual payment of, the, of that money. Uh, all that said, I would not be surprised if he goes back to the table this offseason and says, hey, let's move some of that money forward a little bit. What do you think? 
We're talking with Brad Spielberger, the pro football focus salary cap analyst. I was going to ask about how you would advise the Denver Broncos if they were came to you and said, "Hey, what do we do about this Russell Wilson deal?" But instead, uh, I, I wanted to ask about the how you would envision the discussions if there were really intelligent discussions going on in Green Bay about what to do with Aaron Rodgers. What questions should they be asking, and what permutations should they be investigating? Yeah, so the thing with his deal, his extension from last offseason, is they're either trading him this offseason or he's retiring Green Bay Packer. Like, it's kind of that black and white because the structure essentially locks in these option bonuses, which prorates a bunch of money, like we were talking about, um, and, and would make cutting him or him retiring even more, you know, financial penalty larger next offseason than this offseason. So if I'm having those conversations, I think the big thing for me is, is he willing to tweak his deal in some capacity to make it more palatable to these, these trade teams? Say, hey, Aaron, if you want to go somewhere else, we're going to kind of retool a little bit. You know, we're not going to tank or anything, but we're going to, we're going to restructure, maybe get rid of other guys like Bakhtiari and get younger and, and kind of, you know, build towards the future. Are you willing to move some money around to help us trade you? Because as of right now, look, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVPs, all those things. If you're the Jets or whoever, he's, he's owed $60 million next year. You, you're not going to trade, you know, two first-round picks. You bring in Aaron Rodgers for one year, $60 million, and then he might retire, right? Like, I think there needs to be an understanding between Rodgers and, and prospective new teams of, hey, I'll, I'll play for this many years, or if I don't, then I'll, I'm willing to, you know, give money back or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's, to me, the only way they're going to get that true Russell Wilson-level trade compensation um, is if there's more conversations behind the scenes about how much longer he really wants to play football. How do you think things in between Lamar and Baltimore? So, you know, I, I think it just got reported, on, you know, kind of obvious, but they're going to franchise tag him. Uh, that goes without saying, and I think it's going to be the exclusive franchise tag. So there's two different numbers. The ones you see put out on the media are non-exclusive, meaning Teams can sign them to offer sheets, and then if the you know the, the incumbent team does not match it, they get two first-round picks, and the player goes. With quarterbacks, usually to the exclusive, because I think a lot of teams would give up two first-round picks to bring aboard Lamar Jackson. So first off, they'll tag him, and then I think they will go back to the drawing board. It's tough. I, I, I mean, of all the you know, we heard a lot of rumblings about how owners did not like the Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed contract. The only owner that went on record and said it to the media in public was Ravens owner Steve Bishotti. He said, I don't think this is the player who should have gotten it. I don't think it's a good precedent. It's not a precedent we're going to follow, yada, yada, yada. So it's going to be a battle because I don't see them relenting on the fully guaranteed deal. I think they'll go to maybe 80% of the contract is fully guaranteed or a really, really big number um, that's probably second behind Deshaun Watson. But, but the thing that people understand about Watson is he was basically a top 10 quarterback in his prime that was a free agent, which is not a thing, right? You either get franchise tag or you get, you know, extended. So, you know, I think it's going to be drawn out, but I, I'll say eventually they get Lamar done for, I don't know, five years, $260 million um, with, you know, 200 plus million of that fully guaranteed at signing or, you know, becomes fully guaranteed very soon. Ask him the Denver question. All right. Yeah, yeah, what, what do you do? Is there, is there any way out of that or are they kind of screwed? It's a really, really bad situation. I would say the first thing you can do, they already did. And, and I, you know, George Payton, I think, is forever going to be tied to hiring Nathaniel Hackett and bringing in Russell Wilson. But for me, he's made a ton of sharp moves otherwise. And, and I think trading Bradley Chubb, getting a first-round pick back, and not paying him the five-year, $110 million extension that Miami gave him, 
um, to kind of make, I don't know, a negligible benefit to the team. I, I didn't really notice him when I watched. He, I didn't think he was you know, the best edge rusher on the Broncos to begin with. So, so that was the first big decision to make there. And then, yeah, you can't really get out of this rust deal until 2024 at the earliest, realistically 2025. Um, you got to just bring in a coach and just pray that you can get his confidence back uh, and try to work around it. But in the interim, yeah, it's, they're, they're pretty much stuck. Brad, oh boy. thank you so much for the time and the information. Fantastic breakdown as always, sir. Thank you. That's Brad Spielberger, the pro football focus salary cap analyst. Now, I have written on the rundown. <laughs> Don't laugh. I do. I have the, the, the Trey Mancini stuff and or Cubs written here. I, too, as I look at my rundown for today's show, I have Trey Mancini slash Cubs. Okay. You guys so, didn't hear about that breaking news, though? I, Stop I, it. I was expecting that there would be some sort of breaking news that <laughs> would keep it. us from doing the Trey Mancini slash Cubs segment. <laughs> but but Mike Rankins works so hard. I know. He's put that together. I also have, uh, with the retirement of Dexter Fowler, let me ask you this. What do Dexter Fowler's top three stat comps have in common? Left-handed. Ponder that. We're going to do this. We are we, look. We're doing the Trey Mancini segment unless there's some sort of news that breaks between now and when we come back. So you should stick around to figure out what happens next on the score. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
let the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Here's a deep drive to left center. Going back is Morrell to the center field fence. That ball is gone. Trey Mancini with a long home run. We're doing it. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. We are out here getting ready to do a Trey Mancini segment. As we said we would. And and Cubs segment. And then you have Dexter Fowler stuff. I do. Just got a little nugget. That's all it is. Just, you want to do it first? or just, I can. Yeah, let's do that first. But then we haven't gotten to the Trey Mancini stuff yet. I know. Okay. Uh, Dexter Fowler retires from baseball. Today, right? That he, was he announced his retirement. He heartfelt could, post on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. 19.4 war, 127 homers. His batting average was 259, on base 358. He slugged 417, an OPS plus of 104. And I ask you, what is unique or interesting about his top three baseball reference stat comps? They all black. That's true. All right. <laughs> There's a, that, that wasn't it. I didn't, oh. See, I, 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 truth be told, I wasn't thinking that. But you're right. They are. Um, I don't know. I was waiting for what your next joke was going to be. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, they're all former Cubs. Get out of here. Number three, Jason Hayward. Number two, Matt Lawton. Number one, Brian McRae. Wow. Isn't that interesting? And also on this list, there's Shane Victorino, who twice was a Cub, but never played a game. And never black. Although uh, maybe. Never played a game. Victorino. And David DeJesus is his ace. Well, also, you never know. On there. So there's a lot of Cub stuff Man, that's, going on. that's a ton of Cub. Yeah, but the total list, Brian McRae, Matt Lawton, Jason Hayward are the top three. Carlos Gomez, Brett Gardner, Von Hayes, Shane Victorino, David DeJesus, Chase Headley, and Kevin Bass. I remember being in Arizona when he got to the Rockies. And people were like, hey, this this guy. Like we this, we saw him in their last year practicing in Tucson, actually. Mm-hmm. Like this guy right here, he's gonna be a thing, and you know, it didn't turn out that way. But he ended up being a pretty good player for a long time and got a World Series ring. I really felt like you know I would talk about you know Joe Madden's superpower was his ability to relate and get the best out of people. He he was good at that, and he did a great job of doing that with Dexter. And Dexter was, he loved being in the role of, you know, you you go, we go, that sort of thing. And trying, and think about how long it took the, the Cubs to try to duplicate that after Dexter left. That they were still trying to figure out, like, the leadoff position mm-hmm. 
and what to do with it and how how they didn't have that anymore and the difference that it made for them as a team where you start to really think about it. They had a, a bunch of really talented players and maybe it was more lightning strike than it was like a plan that that was going to be sustainable for a really long time. But it, he's just a cool dude too. Like one of my favorite guys to to talk to. I've, I've actually got some, I was going through some stuff yesterday I've still got some pictures of him like draped in the flag when they won the National League and how cool it was and how happy he was. And uh, his his girls were super little back then. And he was so excited. I think it, I think it was he had it was just one daughter and one was on the way when they won the World Series. I, I will also remember his... He was taken aback by the response of of many Cubs fans when he signed with the Cardinals. And his explanation on Twitter was so simple, and I I always remember it, saying, I'm not a fan. This is my job. Right. And how how, how so so many fans have a difficult time understanding that fact and understanding the difference and what he felt. Say, why why, why are you mad at me? This is my job. Those were two of his best years. In, in the game, Dexter Fowler in 2016, this is pretty good. It, slash line of 276, 393, mm-hmm. 447 for an 840 OPS and a 123 OPS plus. That first year, 20, 25 doubles and 13 home runs. That first year in St. Louis, 264, 363, 488. 851 OPS and 122 OPS plus 18 home runs and 22 doubles for him in that season where he played in 118 games. I mean, up until up until 2019, he was still a really solid player and then just kind of fell off. Man, Ray, I know you remember this, but when Dexter Fowler walked on to the Cubs field in, in spring training oh, in with 2016, Theo. Yeah. oh man, that was oh, it that for was- me. That was such a great moment. I said the Cubs are going to win this year because I remember in 15, there was speculation whether or not he would sign because he had a long process in free agency, and he just showed up and said, I'm here. Let's do it. It was awesome. And instead of going for the bag, like it's like, you know what? Let's run it back, fellas, and let's see if we can make this work. Ray, what was that like for you? That was awesome, man. I mean, the, just the whole run, the whole thing was just, God. I, I didn't think it was going to happen till till it did. You know what I mean? The, the, just the whole the whole World Series run was was still magical as, as you know this handful of years later. It's crazy how it ages out too. Where you go, wait, Dexter Fowler's retired? It's crazy, yeah, th- that quick. It feels like wow. Like th- that's the wild thing about it. Where now you sit here and you go, hold on, Chris Bryant is hiding in Denver. Javi's striking out in Detroit. Schwarber's hitting bombs. Rizzo's doing well in New York. Willie's catching for the Cardinals. I still think about Jake Arrieta's stretch in 15 that he carried into 2016. He was Bob Gibson. That was the greatest pitching performance I've ever seen. That stretch. I mean, it, it starts to happen for him. Like, they start to figure out that he's good in 14. Like, when you start looking at the splits in the second half and you go, 
Hey, they made they Strope too, right? In that deal, was it Jake Arrieta and Pedro Strope? Yeah, for Scott Feldman and, and Clevenger, and the other right? Clevenger, yeah, yep. Steve, Steve Clevenger. Clevenger. Yes, yeah. that's, a, that's an all timer. <laughs> like for real, that's how you win a World Series. That, that's an all time yeah. trade because Pedro Strope was really good for a very long time, and the other guy won a Cy Young award and threw two no hitters. Yeah. Played in the wild card game against Pittsburgh and said, eh, I'm was, not worried about it. That was electric, too. Like that, I did the hour pregame show for, and I think I was up against that game that night because we had the other team back then. Well, you're going to be doing a pregame show tonight as well, doing the little bridge for the Chicago Bulls. And that has been our Trey Mancini <laughs> segment because uh, coming up next, you asked the question. <laughs> You, you, you asked the question, what would be a best-case scenario for the Bulls from here on out? What are we talking about? What's best-case scenario? And I think there, there are all kinds of reasonable ways to look at that. So let's uh, let's try to answer that question. Man, also, we're sorry, Trey. <laughs> also, last night when we were recording the Organizations Win Championships podcast, Rick Camp came up with some fascinating DeMar DeRozan trivia regarding that five for five three-point performance and just how rare it is or was for except for one year there's one year where he really tried to be exactly what we want him to be and he was pretty damn good at it and made an all-star team and then he just stopped but we'll have bulls talk next i, I really enjoyed that trey mancini segment. me too i think we should great? do it again I tomorrow i think we should too on the score now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Station, Station. To Bart Rosen, I love you. That's right, partner. Yeah, I love you when you're making five threes, taking five threes, take more. Last night we were recording the, the podcast, Organizations Win Championships. You should check it out. It's really good. And our producer, Rick Camp, uh, chimed in. With the fact that we have to go back to 2018 for the last time DeMar DeRozan made five threes in a game. And that year, <sighs> he attempted six or more 18 times. Yeah. He just shot it a lot. And he was really good. And he was an all-star. He could shoot it more this year. Right. I know. Instead of running himself off and then missing a two and then the other team gets a three. So yep. it, it was all it was all very good stuff. And uh, also uh, we discussed the fact that, as mentioned yesterday, the Bulls think that it's possible they might be able to get two first-rounders for Alex Caruso. You do that, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, in a heartbeat. I mean, we have to talk with Joe Cowley about this, and we'll do that at 1 o'clock. But I, I just feel like the Bulls are stuck, Dan. And I've been working it through, and I'll have a column in the Sun-Times out tomorrow. Probably be online maybe later this afternoon because uh, I try to get it in early. But <laughs> what's the best-case scenario for them? There, there's a lot of parts here. But what I had written down as far as best-case scenario mm-hmm. is 
Patrick Williams just decides, get out of my way and watch this. And the most important thing that could happen is the number four pick is 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 just kicking ass and taking names but on how both ends of the floor. That can't happen. Well, this, and part of that, part of that is moving some guys and giving him those opportunities and just saying sink or swim. That rather than playing twenty eight minutes a game, you're going to play thirty eight minutes a game, and you're going to take these shots. And a lot of this is going to be you having this chance to do it. And you've already, I want to say, there was one metric that was charting the NBA players with the most difficult defensive assignments on average. And Patrick Williams in the top 10 of everyone in the NBA for who he's asked to guard. And if that is, if he ends up being an elite defensive player and can increase his, his production on offense, that would be part of it. The other part is getting closure on Lonzo Ball. I don't and, know if you're going to get closure. You're, you said best case scenario. I'm laying out. Okay. Best case scenario is either he, he you get some salary cap relief if he can't play anymore and you move on and, and you just, you, 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 you end that and you say it's too bad. It sucks. But now at least we know we can move on and we have some sort of, you petition the league for whatever recourse you may get. I'm looking at the 2023 season and I go, well, what, where can they maximize? I look at it and say the absolute best case scenario, the case that I can make for the roster that is available for the Bulls as we speak is them finishing sixth. And it has to be a Herculean effort from them to get from 10-11 all the way up to six. But even if you get to six, I, I've got no faith that this team can win a playoff series because... No, and you're not on a championship trajectory. because Correct. One, one could argue that the best-case scenario is f- trading everybody off and getting nothing but as many draft picks as you can and then seeing can we find a young, a couple young two-way players, three-and-D guys, a rim protector. They've got to construct this team like a winner. I look at them... And I am sitting here just trying to imagine what the next championship window feels like. Because I, I think that you've you've blown your opportunity at it. And some of it's not your fault. Some of it is Lonzo being injured. But not all of it. Not all of it is that. You still have these players who have their skills don't necessarily mesh together and it hasn't been the meshing part of it hasn't been enforced consistently billy has asked for it but he hasn't really taken any steps to make sure that it happens and what steps is he going to take cuz derozan can point at his resume and go eh. This is who I've been, except for a couple of outlier seasons. I've always been this player. I'm curious, like watching tonight, if there's something that's learned from the experience. Or was it just a night where you were shooting hot? That was part of it. They shot 60%. But There's not a lot of coaching to be done when you shoot 60%. But with DeRozan in particular, DeMar, this is exactly what we need. 
We don't even really care about the makes. We care about the attempts. We care about you changing the, the, the geometry on the floor because of your ability just because they're going to have to come up and defend you because we know that you, you, can, you can do all sorts of stuff. If you show that you're willing to take the three, it changes how the Bulls' offense works. And I, I'd really like to hear from Acme, too. Yes, um, the requests are in. Everyone wants to hear from him. I saw, I saw AK last week when I was at the game. He was sitting across as I was setting up and getting ready to do the show. So I know that he's there. It, it just, to get their thoughts on where they thought they would be versus where they are, it's, it's so weird. I, last year would have felt better had it been reversed. First half, second half? Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt, because then you throw in a healthy Lonzo. Like, you feel better. Oh, yeah. But since January, this team is, since January of last year, this team is a below 500 team. The The outlier is the first half of last season, not everything else. The other thing I would do is sell high on Io. Yeah, if there are people who are interested in Io, I I hope, I, I, I think Io has earned a second contract, which is great that, as a second round pick, he gets to get to that earlier than a first round pick. He can't shoot threes, and and if I gotta choose between Kobe White and Io, I'm choosing the guy that can shoot threes. Well, Kobe's three point shooting has been down this year too, but he's better than Io. I agree that he's a better three point shooter, and he's been a better all around player this season. But there's nothing that the whole reason I asked the question about the best case scenario is. I am wondering, is there anything that would convince me that this group can't be rattled, can't be shaken up, can't be changed? And there's there's nothing that I see in front of me that makes me think that I really did just kind of almost do Shakespeare there. Is this a dagger? Anyway, um, I look at them and I go, huh, you're not winning. You're not, as you said, Dan, not on a championship trajectory. So if you, how have you earned not being in bigger trade talks? I also think it's not great for the players themselves. If I'm DeMar, if you're, if you're Zach, you committed. Like, I don't feel that bad for you because you've got long paper and big money. But if I'm DeMar and I'm going to be 34 at the beginning of next year, I would like a chance to to play on a team where I can be better used. If I'm Vooch and I'm going to be a free agent. Last time he was on a team like that, they they traded the year before they won the title. Yeah. They won the title the next year. That guy will be in town tonight, I Mm -hmm. think. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even if you're Caruso. Go play somewhere else, man, where all of those things that we love about you can be used in a way that's going to lead towards a championship and not just like a pipe dream of what the Bulls should be. The Bulls should be the team where he's the glue. He should be the example, but he hasn't been the example. The the players that, that you're wanting to copy Alex Caruso 
have not done so. You say he's untouchable because he's the culture, but he's not. Ideally, he represents the culture. Correct. But he's not representing the culture because not enough other people on the team understand how to play like he does. Right. You have the example in front of you, and you're still like, eh, I'm not going to get back on defense. The guy that wrote that about the untouchability of Alex Caruso is Joe Colley of the Chicago Sun-Times, and he joins us next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.